gentlemen, welcome to the Holy Hour podcast, the bi-weekly all-cure podcast. I'm Gavin, and uh, we have another lovely installment of the Shows of a Lost World Tour update for you guys. Tonight, we're going to be looking at the three shows in L.A. Looked like there were three successful, awesome shows that everybody seems pretty satisfied with, covering the Hollywood Bowl out in Los Angeles, California. Nights 1, 2, and 3 were also shows number 8, 9, and 10 on the tour. And uh, yeah, let's dive right in. The first show was on May 23rd, Tuesday night at the Hollywood Bowl. I got to watch a live stream pretty closely on that one through uh, NYX Cured on Instagram. So thank you. It was a very good live stream that night. In fact, I was able to even see Robert's little ponytail in the back was tied with a, a red ribbon. I don't know how common that has been on this tour, but uh, that's how good the Zoom was on this uh, live stream. So everybody was looking good. Did seem like there was some kind of health scare, maybe slightly small s scare going around. I believe in a comment somewhere in between the songs, Robert had mentioned that uh, if one of them gets a stomach bug, everybody gets it. And um, yeah, so maybe a bad taco or something in California on their way up to L.A. But uh, no real evidence of it, and it didn't really prove to be any lasting threat as they journeyed on through and up to San Francisco. But something to maybe consider on a few little weird parts of these shows as they covered L.A. Um, in this first one. Roger ducked out <laughs> during the set at one point for like four songs. I don't know if that was related to the stomach bug or if he just had to go check an email or something. But uh, who knows? But it was like during primary and Shake Dog Shake and he missed Push too, I believe. So songs that that uh, have keys but aren't necessarily huge. Um, but yeah, so who knows the reason? He didn't seem like he was hurting or anything otherwise uh, based on that. But um a bit odd just from the from the live stream perspective anyway it was hard to tell so don't want to speculate too far but everybody seemed pretty solid in the grand scheme of things the set list for the first night was a pretty solid set list as always in the number six slot we had last day of summer and then burn actually bumped up a little to the number eight spot and number nine they debuted a new song the sixth new song from the uh, elusive, alleged new album called uh, Another Happy Birthday. And your birthday is the worst day of singing to God. Happy birthday. I'm thinking how it People on the internet were great on this one. They jumped on it pretty quickly, spotting that the music for this new song was in fact one of the instrumental demos from the Bloodflower sessions that hadn't been used, but it's on, you know, been leaked since, and uh, it's actually the number one Lost Flower demo floating around out there. And uh, Robert put a vocal melody over it and some great lyrics, and uh, it's going to be on the new album. It's on the the uh, leaked rumored track listing that, that popped up a few months back. Um, so definitely some, some credit and weight to that. And uh, yeah, supposedly going to be on the album. So it's a cool song. It's very slow, very somber. Um, definitely fits the theme, but it's even maybe more of a downer than a lot of the other ones even. A little less epic. Shorter though. So um, yeah. So we got a first taste of this one, um, and, and unfortunately during the live stream, my phone battery, I was watching the live stream, and and it died right before that song. And I was like, ah, should I just go to bed, you know? I'm, what are the chances of something like this happening? And I was like, ah, hell with it, I'll, I'll charge it up a little bit, see? And um, right as it charged and then kicked back in, it was like the very last like two lines of that new song that I've never heard. And I was like, oh, <laughs> and uh, sure enough, somebody had put a, uh, a a video of it up the next day immediately. So I was able to, to listen to it a little closer. But uh, yeah, so that was kind of in the place of where Cold had been. And then in the 10 slot was Charlotte Sometimes. But around this show is when we're officially going to just scratch the 6, 10, and 12 idea because this is uh, 
just kind of falls apart quick. I believe something like that happened in Europe too when we thought we had the whole formula and the, the template kind of uh, mapped out for the whole Cure Tour and then they just go and shuffle everything a little bit so much that it doesn't really make much sense. So maybe we'll go back to the way we did it in Europe and just say what were the highlight ones that aren't guarantees and had been rotated in and out. But uh, still somewhat sticking it to it on this one. Show it sometimes at number 10, which we hadn't heard every night. Um, around that time is when Roger ducked out for push. Robert walked over while playing the intro and guitar and did a little finger slide on the piano part to get the little running on push. So that was kind of cool. And uh, like I said, we got Primary and Shake Dog Shake in there without Roger. But he came back just in time for From the Edge of the Deep Green Sea, which, you know, um, I think he probably would have technically been safe to let Perry cover that one with the piano part of From the Edge of the Deep Green Sea, because we all know that one's definitely the one that challenges Roger the most. <laughs> wink, wink. Um, so, but no, he came back and he seemed in good spirits. So, uh, uh, who knows if he was just just had to duck out for a second for some other reason. But uh, came back in. Encore one was um, I could never say goodbye. Followed by it could never uh, be the same as it has been. Uh, and then they got a thousand hours at night in forest. So. And the Encore 2 was the original Notorious 9 pop Encore. So they got all those in there and a thousand hours. So pretty solid set list. Great opening night in L.A. Sounded pretty good. The band was on point. Um, despite any uh, rough tummies or anything going around, rumbling tummies or anything, they uh, sounded great from what I heard. And uh, everyone that scoped it out didn't see any complaints there so let's go on the night two then show number nine may 24th wednesday night hollywood bowl and um i only saw a few minutes a few songs on the live stream on this one because that was the wednesday night we were talking to vance kelly actually artist of the new orleans poster if you haven't heard that official longer episode go check that one out it was a wonderful conversation with myself and kate and vance kelly talking art so go check that out. But um, I did have a poke in again on uh, a little bit of that. Robert was rocking a, a nice rainbow pride heart shirt. Good place maybe to say a big shout out to our man Chris Cardi on a Facebook page. I believe it's in the uh, Shows of a Lost World Facebook group. And uh, he's actually started up a whole like keeping track of Robert's t-shirts every night. I think just now in San Francisco he started to repeat them. But otherwise they've been a different shirt every night so he's got the the track listing for that over there and um also he'd shout out to chris for uh making a valiant effort to swap out that horrific wikipedia picture he did it he got took all these great pictures and i just commented wow somebody should should switch it out and uh he was able to hack in there he owns the rights to the pictures swapped it out it looked great looked like we had had a successful transition from that horrible picture but then it switched back. So he said that the reason was somebody told him, I don't know who, who sent the message back, but the picture wasn't um, high quality enough. Or, or and maybe it was kind of leaning more towards since it was a farther away shot, it wasn't zoomed in close enough. So he said he's going to attempt again at some point because um, he did have some more close-up shots of Robert that look 10 times better than what the hell's up there now. I don't know who's fighting to keep this picture up. It must be the person that took it because <laughs> there's no one that seems like they're arguing that that's a better picture. So we'll keep at it. I'll still keep this uh, complaint rolling, but for a few moments there, it felt like a joyous victory. So credit to you, Chris. Awesome pictures anyway. You should try to track him down and see those pictures because he took some really great pictures at... Um, must have been uh, somewhere around here. First LA show, maybe. Uh, might have even been the second San Diego one. But anyway, just wanted to shout out Chris Cardi on Facebook there. Great photos, and thank you for your efforts. Set list for night two was pretty uh, straightforward. No huge surprises. Love Song and, and Nothing Is Forever was bumped up a little earlier than normal. So now they're in the three and four slot, um, which I guess they're kind of always there. So bumped up maybe by one. With If Only Tonight We Could Sleep played 
fifth. So that was cool to see that back in there and rotated in. Um, the Fragile Thing, Cold Burn Trio was back in the, the list, which is always nice. And number nine, again, is another happy birthday. So for second night in a row, we get uh, this one in the nine spot. So this is totally throwing off my 6, 10, 12 theory. So we'll officially lay that to rest here. A night like this is just bumped way down when it had been really early in the sets. So in the number 10 slot, and we got play for today at 12. So songs that have been fairly common but just kind of shuffled around and they get the early a forest again apparently in this version on this night of a forest simon did throw in a little iron maiden nod on a riff near the outro of a forest of death of the celts i'm not too familiar with my iron maiden so uh i'll just take their word for it but uh yeah so check that out i'm sure there's a clip somewhere on youtube you get to hear him riffing a little bit at the end of a forest and I went into Encore 1, which was uh, fairly similar. I can never say goodbye. I can, it can never be the same. And then they did the Plain Song at Night Disintegration um, trio there for that one. And, of course, the original Notorious 9 again at the end, including six different ways. So pretty cool. No Shake Dog Shake or a Thousand Hours on the second Hollywood night. So if... You know, you have to lose some to gain some, as they say. Um, yeah, and I, I made a note at the time that I feel like we hadn't heard back from Fascination Street in a long time. It was like maybe opening night in New Orleans, the last time they played Fascination Street. And what about Trust and Three Imaginary Boys? They made their debut, but hadn't come back yet. Time, time. I guess that's the beauty of doing three nights in LA. But before we totally dive into night three, let's recap night two and three with a wonderful contribution from a listener. We got a little uh, snippet segment sent in from our buddy Chip Ross. So thank you so much, Chip Ross. He was at nights two and three and wanted to give us a first-hand account. So send it on over to Chip. Hey Gavin, it's Chip here. I'm going to leave you my review on Two Nights with the Cure at the Hollywood Bowl. I went to night two and night three and almost went to night one, but the finances weren't quite there. But on night one, I did stop by Andy's pre-show meetup. He was on your podcast a few weeks ago and he set up all these meetups that I hope other fans went to. That was really nice uh, to meet some folks there. Anyway, I went night two and three, and the set list on each night was different enough for me to feel really happy to have seen two shows. I got to see three songs that I've always wanted to see live, If Only Tonight We Can Sleep, Want, and Burn. The one song I didn't get to see was A Thousand Hours, which they only played on night one. I was really worried they were going to pull out an exclusive or kind of crazy rare song like this Twilight Garden and play that the night I didn't go, but they didn't. I would just die if they played that song and I wasn't there to hear it. But maybe they will somewhere else in the tour. But about the show, uh, Robert was in great spirits and he seemed to almost kind of play with the audience, especially those at home who tracked set list. He made a joke saying something like, you think you know what's going to happen next, but you don't. And he switched up the song. So I think he's playing off of all of us uber cure fans that way um other things was interesting is the crowd was very young um actually all ages but i saw a lot of young people having fun and i looked at the crowd purposely a few times just to kind of see and i just saw such happiness and joy in faces including my own obviously but just to see it from that view was amazing and it made the nights really special i will say the new songs as soon as he said this is a new song people took that as permission to sit down take that as you will. Um, there was quite a few moments, especially on night three, where people were sitting down throughout the show, especially during some of the more mellow songs. And like I said, the newer ones, the new ones. Um, but then people popped up. I gotta say Lullaby probably got the biggest reaction from the crowd, um, dancing. And of course, the, the end of the, the show with the big pop hits had a lot too. Last thing I wanna say is that I actually had a ticket to night three 
that I sold within one minute on Ticketmaster after I had snagged a better ticket. So the fan-to-fan experience of reselling tickets at face value worked well for me. I had to refresh Ticketmaster like all day, but it worked. And, um, and I just thank Robert for setting that up. And thank you, Gavin, for having this forum for us to give our cure thoughts. See you later. Awesome. Thank you so much, Chip. Thank you for listening and contributing. I really appreciate it and giving us this firsthand account. Sounds like two amazing nights for sure. And uh, always cool to hear the, the details there and, and that everybody was having a blast. And glad that the ticket thing worked out to good too. So yeah, people seem to be having some luck with the upgrades if you're willing to take the gamble and find something better. Um, at least it, it seems possible and people, it's working out. So that leads us to night three, which happened to fall on May 25th, Thursday night, the 10th show of the tour at the Hollywood Bowl. And just, what do you know? Look who's here. Hello, Scott. You were there, weren't you? I was. What's up, nerd? Hey, man. Uh, I was there. Uh, my wife and I made the long journey, you know, the two-hour journey down to the Hollywood Bowl. Uh, and uh, Is it two yeah, hours it was, from you? Yeah, it's really? about two hours. Yeah. We... Uh, yeah, I was celebrating. It was our 26th wedding anniversary on Wednesday, the, the night before the show. So um, we wanted to make a weekend of it. Mm. And uh, we so we, we took Thursday off, went down there Thursday, stayed the night in Burbank, this cool little hotel down this about 20 minutes from the place. Cool. And, um, you know, had to make sure we had time to get to Andy's thing and, yeah. and get to the show and you know, everywhere in between. So, yeah, it was it was it was a great weekend. We started off though. We start, we, I took her to this place called uh, the last bookstore, uh-huh. which is in uh, it's like three blocks over from Skid Row in Los Angeles. Okay. But, but it looks really cool on the inside. So we go inside yeah. and it's like, Oh, it's just a bookstore. There's like a room with some cool art and otherwise it's just, just a big a... old bookstore. I'm like huh. <laughs> a little disappointed. Yeah. Hopefully the cure is better. So. <laughs> it's always good to try out those new spots though, right? So yeah, that's good. It is. You got to give it a shot. Yeah. Right? They had records there. So that was kind of cool. They had some cool. comics there, which is always being a nerd. It's always yeah, you know, yeah, fun yeah, to, to the hit the old comic shop. Did you buy anything or just not the... a damn no, thing? I was it. saving up all my money for the cure that <laughs> night. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> Cool. So, so you hit up the bookstore. Did you have a fancy dinner? Did you? Uh, you know, we actually had dinner at the Hard Rock Cafe in oh, Hollywood okay. at Hollywood and Highland. Okay. Uh, right across the street from Jimmy Kimmel's studio where he does his show. Okay. And, uh, the Ghirardelli store and the yeah, it's a really cool little place that um, the area itself is is really kind of awesome because it's like the mecca. You've got the the stars on the sidewalk right outside the right. you know the location. That's where they film the Oscars. So you know you've yeah. got that that theaters right there and um, yeah, it's just kind of a cool vibe. And to me, uh, you know, I've lived in California my entire life, but going to Hollywood is just something we never did because honestly, it is a shit area it is awful and um but that little zone right there over the last you know 20 years or so they've really built it up and it's Mm. it's a cool spot in the middle of gross yeah yeah Yeah, i mean i've kind of visited like just the main strip there but it's always like when you don't really know what you're in you know i'm like oh cool you know but i could see it going that way where we've wandered it a few times oh yeah go like one block right. over and you're just like, huh, this is, doesn't seem as glamorous now. <laughs> Turn around and walk right yeah. back where you are. It's safer. <laughs> there used to be a Virgin mega store there that uh, we would, I, I could spend hours at the Virgin mega store. Hey. And it's, I, th- I think Julie had it written in our vows when we got married all those years ago, thou shall not make me walk through a music store for three hours at a time yeah. anymore. So I try not to do that to her. Totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> So, got to pick and choose your moments there. <laughs> not, exactly, not on anniversary exactly. night for sure. <laughs> uh, the cool thing though about the cure, a little bit of history with us and the cure. Yeah. Um, whenever, whenever I met her, uh, I was, I was, uh, I met her. I was sixteen and she was fourteen, and we didn't. Uh, I turned seventeen, and I'm, I, somewhere in between there, I'm like, 
I really like this cute girl. I, I really want to ask her out, but I had no game at all. So, you know, just a skinny nerd that just, you know, glasses and a mullet and the whole bit. And I was like, I, I, have, I have no game yeah. at all. So I, I, I handed her a mixtape with my phone number on it and the mixtape on one side was the cure and on the other side was using the banshees awesome. and um she said i didn't need to give her the tape yeah just... <laughs> I, I, I was i was good to go already but um the the you know her music tastes verged on you know madonna and tone loke at the time right. so whenever i handed her this she's like what the hell is this yeah. <laughs> so uh the cure uh in 92 and they came around to the rose bowl that was her first concert i took her to her first concert awesome. she was 15 years old and it's my first time seeing the cure yeah. and yeah man that that show just blew us away so being our 26th wedding anniversary yeah. it kind of yeah it's, it's a little special yeah, you know, to sure. go see them on the, the day after our anniversary couldn't get tickets for the day of yeah. but the day out it, it, close enough close that enough works. yeah that makes it so much more special i love it that's so yeah. cool yeah and i love the idea of like well even if the phone number doesn't work out you got cure on one side you know it's like you, <laughs> you still it's spread a, the gospel it's, and <laughs> it's all exactly it's a win-win for her either yeah, way right? so just, i uh, guess <laughs> Did she think that, that your phone number was a Cure song forever? You know, like that was one of the tracks. <laughs> like a... No, I think um, it was uh, Pictures of You. Yeah. Pictures of You is the one that really snared oh, her. Yeah. And I was like, really? Not just like heaven? She's yeah. like, oh, it was good. But Pictures of You was really nice. So yeah. like, all right. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, what a cool way to celebrate this then. That's that, that's so yeah. cool. And uh, yeah, so you, so you made the rounds and... Uh, kicked off the yeah we, yeah we got to the hard rock cafe and it was uh it was a really nice little setup that andy had going on he had yeah. us open the corner next to the stage and uh just a little area that was cordoned off there was a preset menu that we got to choose from um included cookies for dessert if we wanted cookies nice. so, you know, <laughs> chocolate chip cookies can never go wrong <laughs> yeah and he had a little table set up at the front and it, you just walked up and he had all those dvds set up yeah. i was so i wanted to get there on time or early so i could try and get my hands on some of those dvds yeah and uh, I got one, Julie got one. So we both got, we got one for each of the shows that he had. And we got the little necklaces that he yeah. had there. <laughs> and uh, I got this, I got this, uh, where is it? I got my first push cure fanzine. Okay. So that's yeah, cool. I never had one. a copy of that before. It's right awesome. On. So, and I got this really cool kick-ass uh, Holy Hour uh, podcast yeah. sticker. It's very, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I got a. Com I think I might have a complete collection now of Holy Hour stickers. Yeah, I think you I got all know. of them. Hopefully, there hasn't been too many, but we're, we try to vary up the color every hundred episodes or so. <laughs> cool. So Lots yeah, about I want to say about twenty minutes in, the uh, Hard Rock turned on all Cure videos, so oh, everybody cool. in the in the restaurant was being treated to the Cure's greatest. It's basically what the hell's going on <laughs> it's like, it's exactly right but it, it, it's funny because you know you go walk around you got to go to the restroom or something and as you're walking towards restrooms and stuff there were kids dancing to fall uh to uh god what was it that was playing friday i'm in love uh, kids was just dan there. literally dancing in the aisles nice. of the hard rock cafe i'm like that's that's what this is all about yeah. right here spreading the spreading the love man awesome that's so cool yeah <laughs> so there were you know he had his giveaways and we didn't win a damn thing but that's okay because i feel like we we kind of won just by getting to go yeah. and hang out and, and see people Oh, you know man. but it is funny my wife and i we chose our we chose a seat mm -hmm. with plain view of andy what he had going on and there were seats scattered all around and just you know cure people being cure people <laughs> a few people made eye contact yeah. you know it was just <laughs> exactly. like they're in their own little world <laughs> just don't bother me don't talk to me and i'm like hi yeah <laughs> and they're like oh, whatever <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah i can totally see it plus the like, cure fans few hours before a cure show too everyone's like game day locked in the zone and you're like, exactly. like plotting there, out there every was, little thing in your head probably <laughs> so. there was one lady who sat down and she went with a group of four and she turned around she goes the cure am i right and i'm like <laughs> 
hell yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, she was the she kind of an icebreaker yeah. she's like uh probably about the same age first time she had ever been to a cure show so she was super, super pumped sick. to see him and awesome yeah <laughs> that was cool seeing her excitement yeah so. very cool i'm glad it sounded like yeah. a success and people got together and had some good pre-gaming uh, and this was all fairly close to the venue too. Is it was, it was about a five minute drive on a good day. Yeah. But since there was a concert and it's the Hollywood Bowl, which I don't know <laughs> if you've ever been to the Hollywood no, Bowl. That's always gonna have some Park, questions. But parking, parking <laughs> at the Hollywood Bowl is a goddamn nightmare, yeah. man. They they will literally stack you one in front of the other, car to car to car to car, and if you're not if you're waiting on somebody who's still up in the North 40, who hasn't gotten down, you're there all night. Wow. You can't get out until they move them first. <laughs> so the idea is to park somewhere else and get shuttled in. And okay. we weren't sure exactly where that was going to be. Hmm. And as we're driving up to the Hollywood and Highland, cause we knew that's where we had to be for hard rock. I turned on one of Andy's uh, Instagram videos that he did. <laughs> and he's like, okay, here's what you want to do. You want to park at the ovation parking structure at Hollywood and Highland. And I'm like, Oh, where the hell's that? And Julie goes right there. There was <laughs> no. a sign that said ovation. So Whatever. you turn in there, you park, it was 20 bucks. You park for 24 hours there. And then there's a shuttle that drove your ass up to, the, to the Hollywood ball. Nice. Andy, yeah. this guy. It was what great. It? <laughs> it was great. So Andy, Andy again for the win, man. Andy totally. really That's did awesome. his due diligence and yeah. his homework That's on this good. show. He's so. like ushering in the parking and doing valet parking <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> so this guy's amazing. <laughs> I know, right? What can't he do? It's it's incredible. That's good. Uh, but it, it was it was getting getting there took I want to say you know for a five minute drive on a good day it took about a half hour to get there. Yeah, wow. As we just That's sit there crazy. through lights and lights and lights. Um, we get out of the of the bus and there is this enormous line that goes from there's a merch booth right outside the ticket taker. Yeah. And that merch booth, the line went all the way down past all the parking onto Hollywood. Uh, I forget what the name of the street was that it's on, but down to the street. Right. And we're like, OK, no, it can't be that bad on the inside. Right. Yeah. So we, we scan our ticket or we scan the phones, which that, that was more stressful in my head than it actually ended yeah, up being whenever we were there. it wasn't so bad <laughs> okay good i kept yeah i kept expecting like your tickets invalid yeah, or something yeah. like no, <laughs> are you, know? you really but, verified <laughs> it's like no we're gonna need a blood exactly. sample <laughs> it's like, no. blood sample here's my dna yeah. i swear to god this is me i'm a true fan um so we we get inside the venue and we walk right up to a merch booth and we're like oh there it is Oh shit, there's the line. Oh my god, it's longer than the line outside. So damn. Yeah, I've been hearing that at a lot of shows. Like, how did this yeah. turn into another thing? Like like the history of going to shows, like now this is like one of those, well, ever since COVID, now merch lines are like really long. And do they what is what's the problem? It's the same amount of people that were always coming. I don't get how this it, is. An it issue is. Now. I don't know, man, but they, they had, cause that was the, there were two main merch lines at the bottom or two main merch booths at the bottom. Uh -huh. There was one at the very top that the one at the very top had about, I want to say two thirds of the available merchandise that the other ones had. Uh -huh. So, so the one on the uh -huh. outside and the one that we saw whenever we first walked in had the big variety. Okay. The other two that we found had the two thirds variety. Right. And then they had, they had a QR code and the QR code said, scan here, order it. And we'll call you when your order is ready. You can come up and pick it up. Hmm. And I'm like, okay. So I scanned it. The fucking QR code didn't work. <laughs> it kept just timing out on yeah. me. So I'm like, all right. So we just, we just live in this line right now. Yeah. We, we live here. This is, yeah. this is it. <laughs> Might as well move in. We yeah. now live at the Hollywood bowl. Yeah, so, um, I stood in line and Julie went to the restroom and she came back and I went to the restroom and I came back and she went and looked at the merch and she came back. I went to, we tried to ping pong yeah. it, you know, yeah. that way we weren't just standing there going totally crazy, you know, yeah. not talking to anybody because of course cure fans don't want to talk yeah, to anybody. Nah. <laughs> God forbid. <laughs> I know. Right. Um, but it was kind of cool though. I, you try to communicate with those around you and if sometimes you're kind of willing, and yeah. it's, it's cool. 
but we finally get to the end of the merch line. We get our stuff, and then we're like, okay, well, the Twilight Sad's already playing. We've already seen the Twilight Sad a couple times. It's yeah. it's fine. Yeah. We don't need <laughs> to see the Twilight Sad again. I'd like him to vary it up a little yeah. bit, but at the same time, I'm I'm happy for the Twilight Sad that they get such support from yeah. such an awesome band, you know. Um, so we get drinks, we get popcorn, we go up to our seats. Our seats are great. They're a little off to the side, but it's the closest we've ever been at the Hollywood Bowl. Okay. Yeah. If they you've look never great. been to the Hollywood Bowl, it, it looks in pictures like it's not that big. The place is massive. Is it? Yeah. I was going to say it looked small. I think because of those little like compartments. I didn't know you have like a little booth or something almost. It was all of the seats yeah. like that? Or they all have little like, like a little no. thing around it? No, that's just like. That's the like some of the expensive seating, the box seats. Okay. It's for like season ticket holders. Okay. And I mean, there's season ticket holders everywhere, yeah. but that's like the the expensive season ticket holders. Okay. They sit in those little, little booths. booths. Okay. And but it just, I mean, because we've been we've seen Depeche Mode there a couple of times. We saw uh, we actually saw Coldplay back there whenever Coldplay was actually a decent band in the first couple of years. <laughs> right. You know, it was we saw them there, and uh, it was it was all right yeah but um this i i was so happy with the seats we cool. got we had yeah, we good. didn't have to look at the screens or anything like that we could see the band in, yeah. in plain sight it was great awesome and then you know we had people walk up to us the very first people to walk up were like the cure she was wasted next thing i know she's vomiting on the floor oh, so no. she was escorted <laughs> out and it's was this like, before they man, even started was, or was it like it, it was uh i want to say it was during song like four wow yeah, i think she so made it just... to love song and that was it uh... and then she went, <laughs> oh man <laughs> hope she's doing multiple but, shows that was her uh, <laughs> drunk night <laughs> right but, yeah and that's... they never came back her and her friend never came yeah. back so it's like oh could you and julie's like could you imagine all this anticipation yeah, and you're there you're those. finally going to see the cure and the lights go down the songs start and it's a night like this, and pictures of you and just, and love song, and that's the catalyst that makes you lose your just lunch. Like, and, <laughs> like, I'm done. And you leave. <laughs> yeah, we gotta go. <laughs> and then you're stuck in the parking lot for the next three hours anyway, bro. <laughs> so. I, I, I hope to God they were able to get in through one of those trams yeah. because that was oh, awful. Terrible. <laughs> Sorry if that person's listening out there. <laughs> I know, I feel right? For you. Kinda, but come on. <laughs> but, uh, um, but yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, no, no, I was just thinking along the timeline there. Then so yeah, yeah. Hollywood Bowls always seems like an odd because it's such like an iconic thing. I just remember from like a kid like seeing the Monty Python live from the Hollywood Bowl. You know, all the way back then and stuff. And yeah. but, but you wonder seeing the pictures. Is it? Do you? Think it's an all right place to see them then? Is the sound good and stuff? Is it sounds seems... sounds amazing? Yeah, sound is absolutely fantastic. Um, as long as you're low, it's great, man. Yeah, but if it... you're in the north for if you're way up there, you are way the fuck up there. Yeah. There is there is you need binoculars if you're way up okay. there. The yeah. the the thing I, I I don't know if I like it or don't like it. It's kind of a toss-up, but you're sitting on benches and the benches have the numbers carved into the wood. Oh wow. On the on the seat back, yeah. so um, you can rent cushions for a dollar. <laughs> of course, <laughs> and, and you bet your ass we did. Yeah, we, we, we weren't betting our asses, so we <laughs> yeah. you know we paid, paid a couple of bucks, got some cushions, and we had comfy chairs. There you go. But that being said, then you're packed in like. Yeah. You know, you got your arms folded, you got people <laughs> on either side squeezing Indian. It's Jeez. so whenever the ladies did leave, it's like, ooh, okay, right, we can breathe a little more. bit now. It opened up. <laughs> awesome. But it it's the sound though is really good. You can see why it is that they because you're in a canyon. Yeah. So it's they're at the bottom of the canyon and the, the sound just kind of envelops the whole area. Wow. So it's it's got great acoustics. Cool. Good to hear. Yeah. So <laughs> So yeah, as far as then when they came out and stuff, the the epic uh, rain noises and everything did it. Oh yeah, the hit the way rain that you noises, had been anticipating. the thunder, the lights yeah. were going with it. It just cool. It you know nobody starts a show quite like them. Yeah, you know, it's it's always such an iconic moment. Yeah, and you get you know you get Robert out there, and Robert whenever he first comes out, you know he kind of ambles around, and he's he goes to one side of the stage and the other side of the stage. And I, I've seen this 
of course, this is like my it's only like my eighth time seeing them. Uh-huh. You know, it's it's not uh-huh. like we've seen you know 30 shows or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like that. But it seems to me like he just truly has he's in a place now where he just truly enjoys the energy coming from the crowd yeah. and it just the look of appreciation on his face right is it's just it's so great i I can't think of another word for it you know we see bands all the time and there are very few you know sometimes you get them and they're kind of like yeah you're here to see us we're hot shit play it you know but they get up there and you really truly feel like you're part of this experience yeah you're you're part of this experience they're part of it they're sharing this energy with you and it not to sound too hippy dippy and it it really does feel it just watching the videos of it it is crazy yeah because people will just lock on him and he just looks so sincerely like you're saying just really absorbing it all you know and he's not yeah. like somebody that seemed overly like he's an actor or anything you know he seems like he's always just doing his thing you know if if anything else yeah. he's a little just despondent cut off or something you know but now in later years it totally seems like he, he's doing this on purpose and kind of going out reaching out to everybody beforehand with the long intro and you know because plain song taking, always had that a little bit taking flowers flower. from yeah. people and <laughs> whatever like, gifts they have there was one shoes. video where he was somebody gave him a rose and he was singing to them yeah and i'm like oh, what the hell this yeah. is amazing and then at the end of the show whenever they're saying their goodbyes and the rest of the band is there he stays on stage yeah. and it's almost like he's making eye contact with everybody in the stadium or the you know the arena yeah or whatever <laughs> and just almost almost personally thanking them for being there and he's holding he's holding his heart you know yeah, and he's like it's, it's so fucking heartfelt <laughs> right. it's like really this guy after all these years man yeah. i'd be like i'm tired yeah <laughs> it's been three hours of my life i'm gonna go get a drink totally. and, and have a nap okay yeah, yeah. but not him man he just stands out there and, and just kind of basks in it yeah. and everybody's like robert we love you yeah, yeah. And the rest of you guys are okay too. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, I guess as it I guess before we dive into the actual set list, then mm-hmm. other than the girls that, that bowed out pretty early, what was the crowd energy seem pretty cool? Or were they a little all over the place? What was the crowd like from we crowd was tell? great? Yeah. Crowd was cool. great. There we didn't have a lot of talkers, mm. which I've noticed a lot of lately yeah, in I've the heard. videos is so many people they're just kek, 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 whenever the whenever the yeah. show is going and i'm just like shut the fuck up it's here yeah. what you've waited this long you've right. spent money to be here it's shut like, up that's a thing Enjoy where's right that time that I'm, I'm like listening to like in the video <laughs> like what is that person talking about <laughs> what could be so important and, and that's so distracting because you're there trying to even watch the video yeah and the video is distracting <laughs> because of the people talking and it's like wait what's this happening right yeah. now well, that's good um you're free but no it's it's I, i'm turning around and there's a couple times where I'm looking behind me at the audience and just like it's just a sea of people just uh, undulating with the music yeah. and it's it's just such an experience and uh, you're one of the only people I, I know of other than you know my wife that I can talk to that gets it yeah, you know you, you truly get it. it's one of my best friends uh, Kevin He's like, oh, you're going to go see that band that talks, that sings about songs about, you know, loving cats on Fridays and stuff. And I'm like, yes, Kevin, I'm going to go see the cat loving Friday band. Okay. Exactly. But if if they were to actually go and sit down or stand up and watch the show, you'd get it. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty amazing. And then the fact that it can be so much of all that, you know, I think these set lists have been really amazing because you get, Maybe even a bigger dose of that with these new songs sprinkled in where there are these songs that aren't necessarily poppy ones that are grabbing everybody's attention, but the emotion is so there and you get where he's coming from all these years, you know, and it's just kind of all coming together in this (laughs) perfect storm of cureness. So so you were Truly. I mean, it's, uh, they kicked it off with Alone, which they've been doing every night and, um, you know, I've watched it a couple of times. I've yeah. watched all of these songs a couple of times on YouTube. And I'm like, oh, that's a really good song. But yeah. to actually get be there yeah, during, whenever say, they're performing it, it it's really especially Alone. Alone is a great song. So is End Song. Yeah. And, you know, there's, it's just, 
great music, man. I cannot wait for it's driving me Fucking crazy yeah, that I don't know these songs by heart. <laughs> yeah, totally. I've been listening to these shitty bootlegs now way more than I thought I would, you know? So just like, ah. But, um, I know. Yeah, but yeah, they, they go from Alone into Pictures of You. It's it's something else. Let's put it that yeah. way. It's just that, that's, so there's something about Pictures of You whenever they play it that it just always sounds incredible. Yeah. And the music and his voice were just spot on. And it, I'm, I'm going to say this, and it might stir up some crap. Yeah. And what I'm going to say <laughs> is I've seen the, the cure several times now. They have never put on a bad show, right. but something happened. The run of this, of the first encore okay. where it's just like the energy just plummeted. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, an and, encore one. Um, to the point where, you know, it, it, the first part, the first 17 songs, he was belting out everything. I mean, he was giving it his, the gusto. Yeah, yeah, he was yeah. really giving it his all and it was incredible. But then, you know, we get into, and, you know, it was, uh, let's see, Alone, Pictures of You, A Night Like This, Love Song, Nothing Is Forever, It Can Never Be The Same, Trust, which is funny. He plays, It Can Never Be The Same. Yeah. And it's, you know, such a downer of a song. And, right. and at the, the end of it, he says, so... That was so, that was so sad. We're we're gonna play something that's a little more uplifting. So they play trust. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just plunge you into uh, the deep end there. <laughs> exactly. Just oh, okay. This is uplifting. This will finish I, you I, up. I guess. Yeah. Uh, a fragile thing. Three imaginary boys. A strange day, which is my jam. I yeah. love a strange day. Anytime they want to play that, I am I am there. I love that song. Uh, Burn, which. I swear to God, if there's anybody who still gives Jason Cooper shit about yeah. not being Boris Williams, I just want to punch him in the face. Right. It sounds you just madness. Watch, yeah, you just watch him. And I'm I'm looking at Julia. The one thing I did say, I'm like, are you looking at this? Because they <laughs> they point the camera yeah. at him, and you just see him going to town. I'm like, how? Yeah, how does that dude amazing. do it? Um, from burn into fascination street into push. Forest, Shake Dog Shake, Edge of the Deep, Edge of the Deep Green Sea, Green and then Sea. End Song. Yeah. And I mean, that's the first 17 songs. It's like, okay, quick, go to the bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> big beers, big yeah, beer. Yeah. Back, back up so we can watch the rest of it. But um it, you know, and it, that was it's... the first one where you got well, they took a few out and put they'd all had been 15 songs for the main set. And for the and mm -hmm. that one they put made it two longer on there so you got 17 in the main set and they shortened uh the final encore i think it is yeah instead of nine yeah. it went back to like seven for the for the mm. pop encore so so yeah. yeah cool and it was yeah it was weird because you i had had a note from the previous night in la where they had um i was like oh yeah they haven't played fascination street trust or i think it was um strange day maybe like they'd only done those like once or something leading up to that so yeah and there they were for you so yeah you got some. there they were for me <laughs> but but i didn't get six different ways yeah. and i didn't get a thousand, thousand hours, hours which i'm too. so bummed but at the same time how could you be bummed at seeing you know all of these yeah. iconic songs had you know? uh looked at the set list much of the two before like kind of knowing that they might like just do the film. Not the two. Yeah. Not the two Hollywood Bowls. Okay. I did not look at the Hollywood Bowl shows. Yeah. Uh, I looked at everything leading up to it, but something in me said, don't look at the Hollywood Bowl shows. Just be surprised. Yeah. That's a good way to cut it there. Cause yeah, you, you get the yeah. feeling that they were just kind of like, oh, well, we did this, didn't do it. it. You know, like they were at least mixing it up within those three, which is cool. Cause there's people that probably went yeah. to all three, you know, and, uh, but yeah, you, you by math, you could start probably being like, oh yeah, they're probably not going to do this and this. And, you know, so, so There's an algebraic equation yeah, backstage on a whiteboard on that they're like, okay, we have to move these. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I, I started noticing though, whenever they were doing Shake Dog Shake, that the energy was starting to drop a little. Yeah. So he you, was starting, he was starting to kind of mess up lyrics to the songs uh, a little yeah. bit. And, you know, he kind of always yeah, messes yeah, around yeah. with lyrics and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, you said, but the then, encore, you know, we get back into the encore, the first encore and yeah. it's, uh, I can never say goodbye and want was want was great okay yeah. uh, another happy birthday which that was only the second time i'd ever heard that song yeah, at all i'd listened to it once on youtube and i'm like nope I, okay i don't want to hear anymore cool cool yeah uh, that's pretty cool but... plain song plain song was incredible okay. plain song was so i say the energy dropped but it, just in a couple of songs yeah. the energy kind of dropped 
but then disintegration he came out and did disintegration okay and i've what i've listened to it again on youtube three times since uh-huh. and uh even robert smith whenever he came back even robert whenever he came back out for the second encore i had to listen to it a couple times because i do believe you know he kind of talks a little slurry sometimes yeah. i'm pretty sure he says i really shit the bed on that one <laughs> even he said and julie's like did he say that and i'm like i think he did and then i listened to it a couple more times yeah he did the lyrics were all over the place he was repeating things he wasn't saying the right things the hi-hat the hi-hat on the drums was mixed in so loud that it was distracting it was and it didn't i mean the rhythm was right for it but it was so high in the mix that it was almost as loud as the snare drum and it was like Oh God, uh, it's just so offbeat yeah. and weird. It just, it you is, should, it, you yeah, can see I'll check it, it out. or hear that's, it if you listen to it. It's, uh, that is a tough it, one. And it's one that I've kind of touched on you even back in the 2016 tour where I felt like the second one I saw him in Atlanta, it, if he's not like totally 100% into that one can drag or he has to kind of bump it down and he can't do like the, where he takes it up the vocals on it. Yeah. And it, and it starts yeah. to kind of just drag and you f- it just feels kind of painful, you know, <laughs> which I totally understand. It's a hard as shit song to like belt out and get it it's all right. And, but, uh, possible song. So, There's so many lyrics yeah, and, so many, and he's so just bam, a- bam, bam, bam. But at the same time, it's like when it's off, it's off. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 and it was off. And out of all the songs that they played, that was the one that was, was just kind of, off. Yeah, yeah but you know sense. i it it just felt like though in the first in the first part that it was just kind of wa- he was waning a little bit yeah. and um but yeah disintegration that mm. one that one i was gonna used, ask you too if you felt that they all because there was some kind of i didn't quite if anything was official but people were more rumor talking about like some kind of stomach bug or something was going i noticed on the live stream of the first la one like roger like ducked out for like four songs in the middle of the set like he just like left like i don't know (laughs) yeah i don't know it was kind of like during like a run of like primary and um a couple ones they got primary yeah it was like primary (laughs) and shake dog shake i think like stuff he plays on but it's not really like a huge keys heavy song so i don't know if it was related to that or what but then i think somebody said that he had actually said on the mic that we're all kind of passing around a stomach bug or something and weren't in top form so i wonder if he was kind of lingering from that maybe who knows but uh yeah it would absolutely make sense then that uh he the energy was starting to wane a little bit yeah, right there by hour but, two um, <laughs> by that point that's a pretty good run most bands would just wrap it, it up a, there anyway you know? so, it's like yeah it's like now come um, out and play all your biggest hits <laughs> it's like oh god <laughs> roger though he was he was he seemed like he was having the time of his life he was up there banging his head and just going to town on the on the keyboards and i've, I've heard a lot of people talking nonsense about Perry, why is Perry there yeah, and whatnot? Yeah, yeah. And I'm looking at Perry. There was one song where, for part of the song, he leaned back and he let them do his thing, and then he came up and he added some keyboard parts to it. And mm-hmm. it, that was like the only song that he wasn't actively performing during the whole Dang. song. Huh. So I'm yeah, like, huh. how about back off and let the, the band fucking, do what the band's yeah. gonna do? I think <laughs> it's epic to look up there on stage and see the six members up there playing their asses off. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't get what the hell they're expecting him to be like doing cartwheels behind the keys or something. It's like let the dude just play. Honestly, it's it's like a plain song and some of the other songs, uh, like Burn. That was the best I'd ever seen Burn yeah. performed. Cool. And pl- plain song was the. There's something about having that extra level of keyboards in it. Yeah, the, the two keyboards playing yeah, at the same yeah. time that just added so much to it. It sounded so much richer. Yeah, than you know just the single keyboard up there on stage. And I. I, you know, anytime they want to bring Perry, you know, have Perry on stage, fuck yeah, yeah go for it. Man. Who could, awesome. could ever complain? Yeah. No. That's <laughs> awesome. And the, uh, second encore yeah. was Lullaby the Walk, Friday I'm in Love, which was awesome. Cool. <laughs> I've yeah. never, you never seen so many people dressed in all black dance so around happy. like a bunch of crazy people yeah. like Friday I'm in Love. <laughs> totally. Yeah, it's always one of those ones when you look at it on paper, you're like, oh, who cares, Friday I'm in Love. But then like when you're in the moment caught up in it, you know, and you're like, this is the Woo! best song ever. <laughs> it's like, why can't I be used like that for me? Where I'm like, ugh, I could live without it. But then like every time I'm at a show, I'm like, why can't I? It's just like, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> they have a, they have this tendency of taking even the most, even the, they could probably play Club America and I'd be like, yeah, all exactly. right, I'm 
man. <laughs> that's like my most disliked song in the Cure's entire right. repertoire is, is that. Uh, I heard it today for the first time in like two years. Yeah, a like, little, ah, little reminder. It off. It's making my ears hurt. I don't think anyone's petitioning for that one to come back to the set. <laughs> but, uh, Probably not. But I tell you what, want having want as a mainstay. Yeah, in, that's in great. The lives. Oh God, it's so good. There's so many opening songs that they played. Yeah, that's you know. Awesome. Uh, I'm looking at Shake Dog Shake, and uh, I guess Alone is probably going to be the opener for the new yeah, album. And yeah, it seems like it has plain to be. Song. Dude, it, they could do an entire concert in the first section of the concert, ones. just opening yeah, songs. Yeah, that's what, like the last. That'd be awesome. One of the last times we had all the guys, and we were talking about how weird it is, like doing like plain song in the middle of the encore or something. You know, like because it's such this epic opener. Oh, it's like. But they're kind of at that point now where it's like those openers are such like classic great songs. You have to put them somewhere and you can't open every. <laughs> you know? It's like you can't just do another encore for the sake of making it an opening song when you come back. <laughs> so, so, and yeah, they didn't. Like, they put it second to last. Yeah, in the first like, encore. I'm like, song what a weird and, spot. Yeah, but it is odd. And it worked. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Who cares? By that point, everybody would still rather just hear it and not have it flow as nicely. It was like whatever. It, it, I'm like, it's like it's like not coming out and doing pictures of you. It's like, yeah, you, you don't do that. So you weird. don't do that. First time I saw the Cure uh, at the Rose Bowl in '92, they did not do Plain Song, and it was such a bummer. Yeah. I was so bummed out with that. They did open the you know, whole the, wish structure. Eh. Was it open that they opened What's with up? then? Yeah, yeah they yeah, opened yeah. with open and. um I did not see them do plain song until I want to say it was the uh, K rock flashback to the future concert they did with Duran Duran and echo and the uh, bunny man and all yeah. that. Yeah. I remember it took a few for me too. Like, cause yeah, it, it was a little bit of a dry spell for a long time where they wouldn't use it as do it. Cause it was always the, whatever the next like want was always the next opener for swing tour and stuff like that. So yeah. 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 So I was very happy and I, I know it makes me sound like a big jerk whenever I say this. I was very happy. They didn't play 39. Yeah. Cause they have played <laughs> 39 at every show since yeah. that song debuted that yeah. I've been to. And I'm like, Oh, Please stop. Yeah, it's more the fire. Just, the fire, the fire is, out, is out, people. Is just, out. just douse the flames. The, the fire because it's kind of a longer on one. Different. You know, even like Hungry Ghost, it's pretty in and out without too much damage done and stuff. But you know, it's like thirty nine does kind of go for a little longer, and it just should. Keeps like, eh. yeah. it's more the real estate. You know, like the valuable set list of you could probably put some other stuff in there. You know, put a so, couple of something else is in there exactly. to fill that space. It'd be great. Yeah. So Friday. I mean, look, close to me in between days is incredible as always yeah. just like heaven and then they wrapped it with boys don't cry yeah and what'd you think of the power did, finale where... energy was back yeah. it's like whatever they did between the first and second encores backstage okay maybe they had a red bull yeah. i don't know but they came out <laughs> and they were they were back on point maybe it was just the second uh, or the first encore was the all the slow jams yeah, you know other than pretty, want it was all pretty mellow yeah but i mean even then you still have plain song in there it was yeah. gorgeous cool but it's something i think it is just disintegration is probably tough there. to pull off some nights you know the song yeah. is just like you know it's gonna click and sometimes it's not gonna <laughs> I noticed it kind of fading a little bit with Shake Dog Shake and From the Edge of the Deep Green Sea, mm. but um, yeah, the by the time the second encore came back out, they were they were back killing it again. It's cool. incredible. So yeah, that's great. And then we couldn't find our way back to the bus. Oh no! <laughs> afterwards, so we had, we had to walk back to Hollywood and Highland, which was uh, not a big deal at yeah. all. But you know, and then. You had to pay for your parking back at the place, and all the parking kiosks were dead. <laughs> oh, no, what are you like stuffing so, money into a thing, or what are you? Just... We just had to wait in yet another super long line for uh, the for one of the two kiosks that were still operational to work. Yeah, and uh, we we're all just like, I just want to be back at the show. We yeah, don't need to do this. Yeah, we no, just leave our car. Just... You can put do a third encore. It's fine. <laughs> it's all that extra time that you're like. Oh, the cure is nice and old now. They'll wrap this up by eleven. We'll be home. We can have an extra drink and a nightcap. It's like, no, nope, it's still gonna be three in the morning by the time we go. <laughs> so, I'm just, uh, I'm happy we had the uh, hotel down there because yeah, uh, cool. without the hotel, it is a two to two and a half hour drive yeah. to get home from Hollywood, and that is a drive through 
terrible places. Definitely good. You <laughs> made a night of it then and just stayed there. <laughs> did oh, you, yeah. Did you have any surprise yeah, so. with the set list of like um, highlights? You know, it's like the idea of you, you you go in wanting to hear the new songs and whatever rarities they've been playing. But was there anyone that like totally surprised you that it knocked you on your socks a bit more than uh, honestly, I know I've said it a couple of times already, but um, plain song, yeah. just that, that added the added richness to that. Cool. Um, it was otherworldly. Yeah. It, it was just something else with the, with the stars that they've got falling yeah, in, in curtains behind good. them. And uh, I, it, it's, it's one of those songs that just, it, it just takes your breath away every time you yeah. hear it. And and burn and you know burn for being one of the later songs you know post wish songs. Right. It's just it gets. I don't see how it can get better every time it plays. I don't know how it can sound better live than it does in the album. Yeah. The, the soundtrack because soundtrack is that that song in the soundtrack is great. Yeah, yeah. But man, just the it is epic. It's cool. You, you see him breaking out the flute. And yeah, you know it's you know. coming. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> yeah, I love that it's been so solid, like in every set since they finally broke it out. I still don't know why. You know, I'm not gonna even ever try to bring not it gonna to look, his attention or <laughs> but yeah, yeah so not weird. gonna look a gift horse in the mouth <laughs> yeah, there, man. I'm just like, gonna take it and say thank so you. So weird, but yeah, it's like man, that's yeah, total classic from the start. So yeah, cool. Yeah. Uh but no, those those were the two that really I mean, there's so many of them grabbed me, but yeah. those two right there, those two performances were just, uh, yeah, that, that that was it for me. That was the the highlight. Cool. And trust is yeah. a good rarity. Like I was saying, yeah, you, you got like Beautiful. as far as ones that they haven't played much on this tour, you know, not necessarily mm -hmm. super rare songs, but still rare enough ones. So that was cool. You got trust through imaginary boys is always a good classic oldie, you know, and, and strange day. Yeah. Like you're saying, that's always a gift when you get strange day in there. So that's cool. Yeah. I, I don't know what of their new songs I like the most though. Yeah. It's, it's, say, which... uh, alone is so good. Yeah. yeah. Alone is a really good one, but man, yeah, I think, I think, one... I think out of them all, I, I, I want to say probably uh, a fragile thing is probably my least, least yeah. favorite out of them. But I mean, it's like pizza, you know, even, even bad pizza is still pizza. Right. I'm not saying this is bad. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's just, it's in the list of in a in a list of favorites. It is the least favorite. Eh. You know, it's still better than thirty nine, <laughs> right? So, I'll take so it. There, I'll yeah. take it. How did you feel about um another happy birthday? The the new one. It's disguised in a in a in a pleasant title. Yeah. You know, it's it's what they do. They take a pleasant title, <laughs> and it's like, oh, this is gonna be happy yeah and no it's it's so far from it it's either dead or long <laughs> gone whoever he's having this birthday party for <laughs> this, is a, this is not a fun night uh, so, uh, <laughs> after each one of the new songs played um julie would look at me and she's like that was really pretty but damn that was sad yeah. every time <laughs> it's just like jeez <laughs> yeah they always do hit a little harder live too and you're like really seeing him pour it all out there so yeah yeah and you know he he's he's been saying that this this new album this mythical new <laughs> right. album i did wear my tour did you see the shirt i made oh yeah you yeah, did yeah, you bought yeah. the shirt yeah it's awesome uh, did you wear it yeah, to your, the your show? interview yeah, with did, andy yeah, your yeah. interview with andy whenever he said he was going to wear the jurassic park lost yeah. world shirt i'm like oh my god i've got an idea so i had to draw it out <laughs> yeah it's great man i love it <laughs> so. uh but it, it that just reminds me, you know, this 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 mythical album that that is is it extinct? Is it coming? Who the hell knows? Oh, but so for God's sakes, man, put the damn thing out. I want to hear these songs the way you want them to be heard. You yeah. know, it's next time I see the band, I want to know these songs. Yeah. You know, and I'm not and, sure um, the source or anything. But when I talked to Kate last time for that last episode, she said she had read somewhere somebody had heard like a quote i'm not sure if it was from robert or reeves or something where he had actually started to say shit like well i'm kind of liking the way they're sounding live better now than what we recorded so we're oh, in a bit Jesus. of a yeah, i was like no don't but something along the lines of they were even recording since i guess they're recording them all to the same tempo and stuff and at the show so they might be able to just take a live track which still seems tricky of how you would do that and get it to sound yeah. good but i guess if you were just 
going in through a bunch of shit, you could technically take like Lee Reeves' live solo maybe and put it over the click track of the studio version because they are playing to it, you know? So so maybe it wouldn't set it back too far, but at the same time, I was just like, no, no. I just had this whole vision that it was like in the machine that's pressing it right now and putting the fucking, <laughs> you know, foil on it or, or, the, or the wrap, plastic wrap on it, you know, slapping the stickers. It's on a truck. Somebody's sending it down the road any minute now, but now he's And like, he goes, never mind. We're going to do it live yeah, instead. it's going to be a live album. I was like, ah. <laughs> You know what? At this point, I don't care. Yeah, just I, go, go ahead. I want these songs. Yeah, so I can so I can listen to them. Man. And quality. you bring up you bring up Reeves too. And yeah. what another absolute wonderful addition to the band. Yeah, that dude can just shred. And you wouldn't think that a, a shredding guitar player would sound quite right yeah. with the Cure, but goddamn, if he doesn't, I mean, yeah. holy crap, it's... that dude is amazing gotta stand out so much more when you're actually there in the crowds because i'm watching these live streams and just videos and something i've watched like you know a billion times in other versions and then even with this lineup but then if it's just the right angle or something you catch what he's doing a little bit more and i'm like holy shit man it's just like this whole extra thing you know and it's cool because it is like different enough where he's putting his touch on it and it sounds cool yeah. and you know so I'm, I'm totally on board i was just about to say a night like this has never sounded this good before. yeah it's, yeah, it's really oh so good and uh simon the the interplay between reeves and simon now because simon has always been you know robert's yeah. right hand guy he would go mess around with robert yeah. now you see that with reeves and robert so you know it's just this the, the trio up front yeah. are just rocking out with each other and having the time of their lives it seems that's great and um it's just it's it's awesome cool deal but i do want to say real quick uh, the poster the poster for the uh, hollywood yeah, Bowl show let's give up that Fuck. <laughs> it worked out oh my... the... yeah it was like a you know technically I... fine with them but it just for how great the other ones have been and the fact that we were seeing that one so much because it's three nights and with the alternate version that they're all getting and so it's like six versions basically of this poster that i'm like oh, oh i don't know man what's going on with his head <laughs> and i i get what they're trying to do making it you know the trees and the girl that's yeah. lost in the forest and all that but it just makes him look like he's got a massive bald spot on his head yeah, it's definitely... and then our night was green so it looks like the hulk is balding <laughs> and <laughs> bald hulk with a like Stranger Things girl floating up in the middle. And exactly. <laughs> and I, I'm just, there, I didn't you know, like it because it was like so un LA feeling. I didn't think there was any kind of nod to LA in it. You know, like all the other ones have all. had little kind of touches of something from the city, you know. And yeah, I was, just like, I was oh. thinking they could do something Art Deco with the yeah. old Hollywood feel to it, use, utilizing. I mean, the Hollywood Bowl is iconic. The Beatles played there, yeah. man. You know, it's, you're going all the way back in time here to this iconic venue you in the middle of hollywood they, they could have done something so cool and interesting yeah. with it and yeah, and jules is one. like eh, as long as they put cats on it i'm cool with it yeah nope, no like, cats it's like the no only cats. one that doesn't have a cat on it. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, so I, I was thinking i might do my own just for fun yeah but, that'd, be uh, sure. that'd be great um <laughs> uh, but i that's the other thing though um Good on Robert. Everything that he went through to try and make sure that the tickets stayed in the hands of fans. Yeah, I, I know it, it hindered some people, and I really do feel terrible for the people that it hindered yeah. that, that weren't able to get the, the tickets. Um, but everything he did for that, it allowed us to get the tickets. It allowed us not to break the bank on really good seats. Yeah, and then we get there, and the shirts are twenty five bucks. Yeah, that's right. They they were they were twenty five bucks in ninety two. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's... the The poster was the high dollar item at thirty. You know, right. or or I I bought the hoodie too because of course yeah. you know that was fifty. But right. still, yeah. I mean. We just pay. Oh God, who did we see? Depeche Mode. Mm -hmm. Fuck, man, Depeche Mode. It cost us uh, fifteen hundred for the seats, Jeez. and then on top of that, uh, it was ninety dollars for the uh, hoodie oh, or for God. the long sleeve shirt. It was fifty dollars or sixty dollars for the t shirt. I'm like, oh, oh my God, yeah, it's crazy that Come on. some people yeah. that it would vary that much. I mean, I wonder how much he really had to pull and push on that stuff, you know, but it's like, yeah, it's ridiculous at that much. You can't cost that much. <laughs> just also sucks the fun out of it, you know, or just like, oh yeah, well, I would buy two of these things. If, you know, you end up spending that much anyway, if it was like, 
you know, like if it is a reasonable price, you'd probably buy like two t-shirts or, you know what I mean? If, but if it's just like, I did. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> but buying just like one really overpriced t-shirt isn't nearly as fun, you know? <laughs> so, so yeah. very cool. And, anyway, uh, it's yeah, a good it's, on it's him cool for keeping, keeping the uh, prices down for everybody. I mean, mm. it's times are tough and you're spending your money to go to a show, which is completely and totally a luxury thing to do these yeah. days. Sure. And, um, uh, you gotta love them for doing what they did. Yeah, I'm glad it worked out too, and you ended up with good seats too, and uh, yeah, sounded like an awesome night. Uh, it was. I'm cool. just sad I can't go to any of the other shows. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's, it's the inevitable post-show blues. I'm sure <laughs> so, it happens. Sounds like it's killing me on the on the front end of it. If it makes you feel better, it's like at least that'll be the positive of seeing them at the end of the tour. We're like, okay, well, the whole thing's kind of done, so I don't have to just be crying as I'm looking at set list after my <laughs> show. <you know? laughs> but, so, yeah, I guess yeah. on that note, as we kind of wrap down, did you have many that you hadn't seen before off the top of your head? Yeah, probably without comparing Ooh. set list, but other than the six new songs, yeah. I mean. Um... Not really. I don't think I'm, I'm looking at the, just a quick overview. No, yeah. not really. I, I think I'd seen pretty much all of them played before. Yeah. Um, but you know, I'm not going to complain. Uh, trust. Maybe I think trust yeah. is the one that we saw on the wish tour. They did trust. But not since. Yeah. Not since. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. A lot of those, like you say, aren't super rare, but just cool that they're solid. Awesome songs like through measure boys and strange day and stuff are cool. So, oh yeah. You know, oh yeah. Even the fact that so. Fascination Street's kind of rare on this tour is weird, but that's cool. That's always a fun one live, it, you know. So it's like, that's that's the song that sucked me in. So the minute yeah, the minute they cool. play Fascination Street, I turn into that fourteen-year-old uh, boy again, just going, "What? Yeah. <laughs> this is my jam!" <laughs> totally. Yeah. Awesome. Well, very cool, man. And uh, yeah, well, thanks for walking us through the the whole experience. There, we won't keep you too long here, and. Uh, I feel like I already kept you too long. No, 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 no. I could go all night. (laughs) No problem. Thanks for uh, reliving the evening with me there. I always love to imagine it all step by step. And uh, that was great. So thank you, man. Cool. Of course. All right. Well, we'll say signing off here for now. Take it easy and thanks. Keep it nerdy, my friend. Talk hard. (laughs) And talk hard. All right, thanks again, Scott. Always wonderful to hear from you and so happy that you had a lovely anniversary and cure experience, night three in Hollywood. So thanks for sharing that with us. And, uh, you know, I think we're going we're gonna to pause here, even though we have two more California dates um, on the horizon at San Francisco. But we're hoping to hear back in some form or another. And um, also, we got to check in with Andy, I think, at some point pretty soon, too, just to get the recap on all of his stretch of shows from San Diego all the way up to San Francisco and uh, get the scoop on those meetups and everything from his perspective. So we'll pause here. We'll be back with uh, a quick review of San Francisco and Portland and Seattle before the cure heads into Canada. All right. So thank you so much to Scott and Chip and you guys for listening. And uh, I know I went a little long, but when I'm talking to Scott, it's too much fun. I gotta got let it let it go. So this is just a review. Go check out a regular episode um, two weeks from now. Check out the past Vance Kelly episode. And uh, while we got Scott here, check him out on his podcast, Sarlacc Digest, every Wednesday night at uh, 8 p.m. Pacific time where they talk Star Wars. All right, guys, take it easy out there. Travel safe if you're heading to one of these shows coming up. Hope everybody else is enjoying themselves and uh, keep, keep the magic rolling. Talk hard. <laughs>